Welcome to Scatterbrain Podcast, episode 97. We're almost at 100. I know, dude. I know I've already started uh, working on that one a little bit. Some ideas there. Uh, I know nothing. That's good. I will, I will have to brief you pretty soon because it's going to be hopefully cool. That is going to be really lame, one of the two, but we'll see. So what's yep. new? No, nothing, man. Uh, today is part four in our Metal Assault series. I think people that are listening know about that. Spent oh, yeah. the last few weeks talking about the Metal Assault Records 12, 12-year anniversary music fest. On February 12th and 13th, and today we're kind of continuing with that, getting close to the event, so we'll be moving on to our regular episodes pretty soon. Those that listen know that we're on the social medias. You can find us on Twitter at ScatterbrainPod, and on Instagram at ScatterbrainPodSD, as in San Diego. You can also hit us on ScatterbrainPodcast.com, let us know where you're listening, how you found us, all that stuff. Was it our relentless beating on... Twitter or wherever, you know how it goes. What are you up to? No, it's just kind of doing some, well, today I actually haven't been doing much of anything. I've been watching football, so watching the playoffs. I see. That's right. That's going on right now. When's the Super Bowl? Like uh, February 6th or something like that? uh, Something like that. It's where we got one more set of playoffs next weekend, and then I think there's a week break. So it's like, geez, it's like another almost month away anyway. So what day would that be? I don't really, I'm not following football. Oh, I have no idea. In three Sundays, whatever three Sundays is. Hey, how's the move prep going? I'm going to be all out of here by next weekend. That's a good thing. That means we're having a party at your old place, right? On Monday? Just tear it up. Yeah, except, except it would just it would be like me and Chuck and that's it. So, uh, Well, you guys can party. I've seen the pictures. Oh, God. Yeah, like last <laughs> night. Oh, dear God. Uh, oh, did, did yeah. you guys drink hard last night? Yeah, a little bit. And he's just a very loud man, you know? So when he laughs, it's like just the decibels are insane. And I know that Frank upstairs is just cringing every time because we both talk loud and stuff. I'm just going on and on. So I was kind of laughing inside. It's like, you only one more week to put up with this shit, dude. You're yeah, fine. that's what he's probably thinking, right? But you know what? That guy listens to his music all loud and all his movies all loud and games all loud. It's whatever. Yeah, he, he sure hasn't in the last like month and a half or so since he knows that I'm moving out. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, maybe he doesn't want to rattle the boat. He thinks you're mad. Maybe he's worried about you. It's always the quiet ones, the calm well, ones you have to worry about. He totally thinks I'm mad. Of course he does. Oh, you were. Oh, well. You were. But not at him. Was. It's not his fault. I was. Yeah, I, I told him that much. I told him. I said, I'm kind of stressed out and a little pissed off about it, you know. But I, so why are you pissed off at me? And I said, I'm not pissed off at you. Stop taking everything personal, man. I just, you know, I'm just the way I am right now. But it's yeah. not like, I, like I'm like storming around slamming shit. I don't fucking care anymore. I want to be out of here now. Yeah, good riddance, right? Kind of. And I need to, I think I just need to change the scenery. I need to change my known you know, my known area where I've lived for so many years and my known routine and just live, live with a couple of cool people, have someone to talk to and not just be alone fucking moping in this house, you know? It's a good thing. It's all a good thing. For sure, yeah. You're moving a little further away from work, but I think it sounds like it's got some, a lot of nice benefits to it. and It's less expensive and I'm living with a friend and uh, yeah, it's like a half hour drive to work, but that's fine. I can deal with that. More music. I'll have, yeah, exactly. And I'll have the camera all fixed up. It gets way better gas mileage in the Buick and I want to use that for work now, so... And we work at the same place, so I'm sure there are days where we both work. We could just carpool. That's going to save some money right there. Yeah. So what's up with you? Uh, what's up with you? Oh man, I'm actually looking forward to very much to the obituary, municipal waste, and forest and gate creeper show that's coming up. Fuck yeah! I'm really stoked for that, man. That's going to be killer. Um, I did go and see cattle decapitation last week on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and that was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, we saw, we missed the first, I think, one or two bands. And then we saw Creeping really? Death, which which was very good. They, they kicked ass. Their guitar player is awesome. 
Yeah, I texted you and told you the dr- drummer style reminded me of you. Okay. The way he does certain things, yeah. The line, oh, he resets. He, was, he does the reset. Yeah, thing? the way he kind of resets, and then he'll do these certain things, just like the. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Not to take this, to, not to say it the wrong way, but like he's like you, but Jen, obviously he's he's got more experience. Yeah. yeah, but 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 yeah. that's but the style though. You know what I mean? Like the way that, like the same kind of things he'll do on the ride is like to me here reminds me of how you would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love to. I love overusing the ride. I learned that shit from um, uh, old Sepultura. The way Igor used to do it, he just yeah. do the fast beats. And then, and so he wouldn't get lost within the song. He just do that little skip. So as he progressed and got better, you could tell he he got rid of that part, and he doesn't do it anymore, which is kind of kind of a bummer because I like that part of his style. Yeah, it's kind of lent to that feel, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But anyways, that was that cattle decapitation show was pretty good. Appear to have gotten sick from it, so that was a good thing. I must admit, I was kind of worried, <laughs> but yeah. Well, you have your you have your um you have your big fishbowl helmet with the tubes, right? I thought you got one. I wish I would have had one of those. You would look like such an idiot if you're in there with that. Thing. I, know, I know. I know. At least I'd put cool lights on the inside or little dingo balls or something, you know, something fun. Yeah. But yeah, maybe you remember uh, those those things that they had, the helmets for traveling airfare or air travel yeah. and stuff like that. They were like 200 bucks. Yeah. They looked like uh, space helmets. That'd be kind of funny, actually. Have you, have you, but I would, I would wear like one of those fake uh, glasses with the nose on it and a mustache underneath because i wouldn't want anyone to recognize me (laughs) i know right well you'd be the one laughing though with your 12th vaccine and your airtight helmet you'd be (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i'm all set i got that yesterday by the way awesome and uh yeah so i should be all set i don't i only need if i have officially two on my car that's all i need right i don't (laughs) have to have three right well you don't have have three do i well no. not officially though i've officially had two but i've had four so if, if i have to get like the booster quote unquote i'm gonna have to get a fifth fucking injection <laughs> oh they're gonna try to that, push him every every six months anyways or something who knows dude oh maybe this is a conspiracy because all of a sudden i do want more vaccines <laughs> i'm getting addicted to them dan no seriously do i am i gonna have to get like three to go to no, the shows i have no idea no no i don't think so i don't know you didn't get three did you i got third i got booster you got the first two and then got the oh, booster. See, but see, now I don't officially have the quote booster though on my card. So I want to, yeah, but you just, affect- you just got it though. You just got it's based off of the days on the card. So those first ones don't count, right? So they'll okay. push out whatever at any point. If they start requiring it, they're going to pick an arbitrary day. Let me rephrase of, the of- question. Let me rephrase it. February 12th. How far away is that? I don't want to have to get a fifth fucking vaccine you're before not, that. Day. You're not. Okay. All right. Not. All right. God, I'm going to turn into a fucking big vaccine or something or big, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. You start glowing at night or something. No shit. I, I didn't feel anything. I, I took the, um, the bandaid off last night. I took the bandaid off and it was all bloody. So whoever gave me the vaccine didn't do a very good job. I don't think. Yeah. She's all relax, relax it's your like arm. Million... And yeah. She gave it kind of slow too. It's like, you got to get that shit fast, you know, just inject it, give it done. And she's like kind of going slow. And I'm just like, uh, you want to pull that thing out now? I know what I'm doing. You want me to do it? Come on. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, not for that nonsense, dude. I'm tired of it. Uh, One thing I did read, though, was that um, Gene Hoglund's leaving Testament. Did you hear that? I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the post on Instagram? The Testament post? Yeah, you sent it to me. Okay, well, I don't know if you saw it, dude. I can go for weeks and not hear from you. Oh, I learned. I learned to read last week. So Oh, Um, that would explain a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. yeah um, but i wonder what his project is that he's doing it's, it's kind of cool that they're all like supportive it's no drama or anything it's just he, he yeah. ended up really busy with something else and didn't have time 
Sweet well, he's doing everything, man. He's probably doing that. Does he just still do that death lock or death lock, whatever that cartoon is and all that? I have no does he? He's pretty, playing, he's playing for everyone. He plays for everyone. All those guys are the usual suspects, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you were your conjecture was, I wonder who's gonna play for him now, right? Yeah, I oh, was Bostaff. thinking maybe like Bostaff or John. It's what Tempesta. Oh yeah, Tim. You said Tempesta, yeah. What's the other guy's John Deet? He played. I don't know who that is. He played yeah, the Slayer for a while. He stepped in. I think he's played with all these guys too. Well, John Tempesta played with with uh, Testament before, so he knows all the music, and it just seems like a logical choice. That guy's played with everyone too. I think he's Rob Zombie's like main drummer. And, okay, so um, if you had the band of guys that plays everywhere, you'd have Tony Campos on bass, right? He could probably, he could also do vocals. You'd have John Tempesta on drums. Maybe Paul Bostaff. Who plays like more? Him. Who's the guy that plays with everyone? I'm just saying like the guys of all that play. I'm not saying necessarily. It's got to be a, a, it's a coin flip between uh, John Tempesta and, and Hoagland. Okay. It's got to be. Yeah. Because Hoagland right, yeah. plays with everyone too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he does. Okay. And then Tony Campos for sure. He's everywhere too. Okay. And, I don't know. Who's uh, John Deet? I've never heard of him. He played with Slayer for like in between Lombardo and Bo Staff. Yeah. Just for like a minute. Okay. I think that's his name. John Deet. Something like that. Hmm. But literally, literally, like very short. As in he's physically short? I don't know if Why he's shorter than Kerry King. I'm just saying for a short time. They're going to have to get someone up to speed on all their songs like pretty quick, though, because they're not canceling any of their shows. You're right. It's John Tempesta. Is it really? No, but I don't know. But that, oh, you're right. That makes sense right there. It does make sense, right? It does make sense. Yeah, because he, he could jump right in. He knows all stuff. practice like two days before and jump on and go right i mean it's a so super professional he's probably kept it even kept in in uh in shape for those songs somehow some way for some reason just in case he's called upon he's like a fucking metronome i mean he's like basically got perfect meter and everything he doesn't seem to make mistakes either which is really strange yeah it's got to be him it's got to be unless he's not unless rob zombie's on tour if rob zombie's on tour then he's not hmm. well I don't know it's interesting is, though because they're the testament post had this whole thing about it's been amicable, amicable, and so on and so on. And they said, rest, they said, rest assured that we will yeah. continue to deliver yet another top-notch addition to Testament and we'll reveal soon. So is it someone new? No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe who knows? I can't see them like getting someone up to speed that quick, though, if he's new. Because their shows are coming up, aren't they? Well, their very next sentence at the end was, we will see you all on tour very soon. Yeah, they're doing, are they doing the Bay Strikes Back? Like with Exodus and Death Angel yeah. and all that? They're on that, yeah, right? Like in, yeah, like pretty soon. Like, not like in April, week. I think April or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking soon, dude. Especially yeah. if you're going to get a new drummer, like learning all those songs. Yeah, it's got to be John Tempesta. It's got to be. It's just got to be. Well, to be fair, if you're going to be a professional metal drummer, you've probably played testament song you should probably know testament songs anyways right like if you're some guy who that's like your life and livelihood you probably played at least okay. practice what you preach or something like that right i mean come on <sighs> okay i might as well tell you i wanted to hide it from you but the fact is that no i'm not playing with testament you can it's not you <laughs> that would kill me that would fucking kill me <laughs> it's not me um they need someone who is um let's see uh competent i think is a word competent they want to need someone competent <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> someone who won't fucking fall over second wind after every song i've wondered about you in past practices uh-huh uh-huh. Yeah. we might need to start taking like oxygen masks and stuff see that's why you need that helmet with the dingo balls and the oh. lights on the inside dingo balls. that's a great idea <laughs> anyway you want to move on this is going nowhere here so yeah sure well, like i said today is part four of our metal assault record series over the last few weeks we've had some 
pretty cool guests. We had Andrew from Metal Assault Records, Marcus from Claustrophobia. We had Matt from Transplants Brewing. We had the guys from Bone Maggot. And this has been a series just to build up the uh, anticipation, I guess, towards the music fest that's happening February 12th and 13th at Transplants Brewing in Palmdale. Oh. It's been a nice break to do something different too, take a little break from the reviews and stuff like that, you know, and the build up to the year end episode, we had to listen to all that music again. And right. You know, so I don't know. It was, it's been nice doing, you know, I thought. Nice yeah, but we've been up. listening. We've been listening to this stuff though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I kind of like this band. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking with Andrew once again, Andrew from Metal Assault Records. Uh, and then Jason, the vocalist from LA based band Sea of Snakes. They're going to mm-hmm. be playing on the second day of the Metal Assault Music Fest. Uh, that day is going to be more uh, traditional heavy metal and hard rock kind of day. Um, for those that haven't heard of these guys, Sea of Snakes is a, uh, I call them hard rock, right? I mean, kind of heavy metal too, heavy metal as well, but they're metal. Yeah. They're just metal. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Just like straight, straightforward metal, right? Hard rock, metal, heavy metal kind of thing. They remind me a lot of, uh, you said it too. And I was thinking about it like COC. Yep. Or down, and you know, kind of down or COC. Yep. Even kind like Soundgar- Soundgarden. I mean, that, that when they were doing some of their stuff, heavier that was stuff. a little heavier stuff. I mean, yeah. Fall right in there. The first thing I thought when I was listening to him was, oh, huh, a guy who actually sings. It's nice. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool, too, because they, they seem to be tuned lower than standard E. So it makes it a little heavier sounding, which I like always. Um, these guys were formed in 2020. I was going to read oh, the brand, current- brand, brand new, brand new. Yeah, they've actually this is they've only released an EP, one EP. It, it is called World on Fire. It came out April 2nd, 2021. Five songs, 22 minutes, 55 seconds. I, I like it, dude. I liked it a lot. I liked probably my f- favorite tracks were the first and the last track. Let the fire burn. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I teeth. like the second and the last track. Yeah, yeah. The last track I think is my favorite. Drink your teeth. Cool be to talk to these guys and see what's up and hear about them a little more. I, I hadn't heard about them until I'd seen them on the Metal Assault uh, banner for the show. You know. Yep. Now, um, so uh, Andrew's going to join us for the whole thing today as well. Yep. Okay, um, well, let's talk to him then, shall we? All right, sounds good. Stay tuned. All right, thanks for uh, taking some of your Sunday. I appreciate it. So uh, today, we'd like to welcome back to Scatterbrain Podcast, Andrew from Metal Assault Records. And for the first time, the vocalist Jason from Sea of Snakes. Um, we talked about it a little before. Sea of Snakes is going to be playing on day two, February 12th, of the Metal Assault Records 12-year anniversary music fest. Before we get started, perhaps uh, each of you could uh, tell us who you are, and then you're, you know that way they can associate a name with the voice. And while you're at it, Andrew, please uh, just give everyone the info on the uh, Metal Assault show, please. Yeah, let me start then. Um, so, hey, first of all, thanks for having me back on the uh, Scatterbrain podcast. I appreciate the coverage uh, week after week that you guys have been doing uh, for the festival. So yes, the Metal Assault 12-year anniversary festival weekend is February 11 to 13. February 11th is the pre-party in Long Beach. Um, then February 12th and 13 is the main festival in um, Palmdale at Transplants Brewing, which is also coinciding with the launch of our beer collab with uh, the Metal Assault X uh, Transplants beer collab called, uh, it's a Sound Mind IPA, um, which was... I think first time announced on your podcast and then we officially announced it like a couple of days later. So all that is happening. And yes, Sea of Snakes 
which is a band on the label, is playing day two on February 13th, which is a Sunday lineup. Um, so that's, yeah, that's like kind of the, the intro from me here. I'm going to um, hand over here to Jason from Sea of Snakes to uh, continue. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to playing this festival. It's quite an honor. Uh, Andrew has just really built up his labels, got so many great bands. We're uh, very honored to be able to play. And when he asked us, we jumped right on it. So I'm really looking forward to it. Anything? Uh, any, so, I, I, so I actually joined uh, Sea of Snakes uh, back in uh, June. Um, uh, Jim, I had uh, talked to Jim. He had answered an ad. I had, had previously had a band in uh, San Diego. Um, we tried to make it through COVID um, and it just, you know, like a lot of other bands just didn't make it. And when it's not fun anymore, we, we, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a unpeaceful breakup. It was just, you know, it just wasn't fun anymore. So reached out to a few folks, tried out for a few bands and Jim called me up and I was really digging what he's doing. I actually live in uh, San Diego. So I have to make the uh, trip up to uh, Rancho Cucamaga for practice. So it's a, uh, definitely a labor of love but i'm uh, happy to be with the band so i've you know worked on a lot of their songs uh that they had on the ep and um and then furthermore we've got about um uh, probably seven or eight new songs uh we've already recorded about three of them and uh working on uh, finalizing the rest nice so the band formed in 2020 and i you were, yes. what was the name of the band oh the band the band i used to be in it was called silo yeah it was uh kind of a Real heavy uh, stoner doom kind of kind of thing. So I came. I actually moved to uh, Southern California in 2018, uh, moving from Texas. And Texas, uh, the, definitely the whole Southern is uh, very much doom. So I moved to kind of Southern California. It was a little bit more like kind of metal and uh, stoner rock. And so definitely been trying to bring more of the uh, the doom uh, to Southern California. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so can you tell us who's in the band aside from you know your vocals, Jason? But I got I got some conflicting information either on the Instagram page or the band camp. So I was wondering if you could just tell us who's in the band with you. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Jim. Um, I think he came from a band called uh, Motorcycle. Um, is the guitar player. We have uh, Jeff. Uh, he comes from a band called The Shrine. And uh, we have uh, Chris. I'm not sure uh, what other bands he's been in, but he's the, the bass player. Cool. And you met these guys through an ad on Craigslist? Or yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I had, I had tons of demos and stuff. I've been uh, literally doing this stuff since the late 80s. <laughs> so. That's really cool. Yeah, I'd never heard of you guys. And then um, I saw that, you know, on you on uh, Metal Assault. And I totally dig it, man. It's like a, I call it just like straightforward rock, hard rock metal. It just is, that, like yeah. just straight up. And it's awesome, you know, it's, uh, I don't know what the word is, it just hits, it fills a certain niche for me. You know, I, I'm in different moods all the time. Something mm -hmm. I want, something heavier, something I want, something more relaxed. And this is just that like, yeah, man, I could go to a bar and just have some beers and see these guys play and hang out. It seems like super fun. Must be fun to play with them. It is. You, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a really good time. It's very, uh, very much of a, a challenge for me. Uh, definitely working with uh, Jim and, Jeff, uh, we we do quite a bit of the the initial writing. You know, I definitely I think the direction is going more toward, you know, just a straight ahead, heavy, very Sabbathy bass kind of sound. Because I'm more of a, a little bit more of like a heavy blues singer. 
you play any other instruments? I play a little bit of guitar and um, uh, keyboards and that. And I, I do uh, my, my own recording and that too. So that's pretty cool. Now, Andrew, I've, I've, we've talked to you many times and you love music and everything. Have you, do you play any instruments? Do I play any instruments? Um, well, I mean, I did play guitar many years ago um, just by myself, but kind of didn't really have the time to properly like, you know, invest in learning it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do have an ear for it, I guess, to, to that extent, you know, uh, and it, in my childhood, actually. And this is a, I think this might be an exclusive. I don't think I've ever talked about this with anyone. Um, I, I played keyboard in my childhood growing up and uh, went to a couple of like summer camps. And, you know, I was in the whatever band, not band, but, you know, the, basically everybody had their own instruments that they were like selected to play like at the end so i was for the keyboards you know so yeah i mean yeah i had a little bit of um i guess a little bit of an ear for it and um played a yeah played a keyboards and guitar a little bit but um i felt that there was definitely other people who are better with playing i can i can be the guy who supports it you know like so that's what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> you've got an ear for it for sure man middle salts roster of, of bands span such a huge range i mean you got stuff that's like be like acid rock or something right and then you got just crazy brutal death metal stuff too so it's awesome yeah it's great gotta, great gotta range to, you know yeah i gotta cover the spectrum you know um but i think like what you were saying about steel snakes was perfect earlier because uh i think that's the niche that they fit into like you know it's very simple but the thing with that is the simpler the music i feel that it's the more difficult it gets to 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 make it so well that people actually you know like gravitate towards it and it stands out you know so i think sea of snakes does that super well i mean um and a little the little backstory with that is um i know jeff uh jeff murray he's the drummer so he is also in the shrine which is a band i absolutely fucking love uh, i've been seeing their shows since like about 2009 or 10 you know like out here they're they're like, I mean, they're hard to describe. I think, I don't know how, there's some kind of crossover between like some skate, skater, like punk and like heavy metal and hard rock, you know, but I love the shrine. So um, once I found out that he was in, gonna be in this band with uh, with Jim, um, get the guitarist, I was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's talk and uh, <laughs> see what we can do, so. Yeah, super uh, stoked on the EP that we put out like last year. I booked uh, booked Sea of Snakes on a couple of um, local label showcases out here in uh, Pasadena, and now they're playing the festival. So you know, um, definitely a super solid band. Like, um, and Jason has come in like super um, perfectly, like at the right time. You know, like uh, because I think uh, if I know this correctly, or as far as I remember. The vocalist who recorded the EP was basically, he was from a different town. Like and the guys, the main guys are out here, like in the LA area, you know? So um, maybe back then it was just more of like a studio thing. But then when it came time to actually performing and playing now that shows were happening again, like I think they needed somebody more like in SoCal. So Jason has come in per yeah. perfectly there, you know? Yeah, uh, it's, it's work at the end of the day. So you gotta be committed. <laughs> Oh, that's a drive too, man. That's like a it's whole whole other thing, you know. That's a, that's no joke there. So you've said you've been doing it for a while, Jason. So I'm sure it's kind of old hat. 
how do you come into a band that's got an established EP? They've already recorded and released it. They're used to doing things a certain way. How do you approach that when you then go to perform it? Because it's probably not going to sound the same, right? So how do you approach something like that when it's not your music? You didn't work on it. You weren't involved in that process. It's just here, learn these songs. Correct. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, uh, it's actually the first band I've ever done that. So most of the bands I've been in uh, throughout my career, it's always been, you know, I've been part of the band building and the initial writing and everything. So yeah, it's, it's a totally different story. And so what I do um, uh, right off the bat is I actually uh, re-recorded uh, some of their music and uh, probably at least uh, two or three of the, you know, the key songs from the EP. I just uh, removed the vocals and uh, re-recorded it in my home studio and kind of shot that over to him, came to the first tryout, you know, ready to kill it. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, working uh, in a band, um, when you go to practice, it's, you know, it, it's, it's rehearsal. It's rehearsal for your live gig. The work uh, is really at home. So I do a lot of work at home and come uh, to practice uh, ready to uh, ready to jam. So you have a certain favorite songs out of that off that EP? Because there's, no, there's uh, only five of them, but I really like a couple of them. Do you have a certain? Yeah, I really, really I really love. Uh, yeah, I like um, uh, Ride the Line and um, see, probably Son of Man is, is a really good one. Those and, are good. Uh, I think drink my favorite your te- Drink Your Teeth was very challenging. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's weird. I had told the guys it's got the uh, kind of a line in there. It kind of almost makes you feel a little sick to your stomach. <laughs> so it's got a it's kind of funny, but it's uh it's a really cool song. I love I love performing those songs. Do you do any other kind of vocals? Do you do just rock or do you do? I'm uh, I yeah I, I this is CS Snakes. I do have another band. I'm not gonna uh, divulge who that is because they're, we're here for CS Snakes. But uh, the other one's a little little more bluesy, psychedelic kind of sounding. But I you know uh, just the whole deal here is um, again I'm more of a I'm not so much of a metal singer. I'm more of a bluesy doom kind of singer. So so how would someone who's heard the EP and gotten to really know it? How would they uh, view your take on it? I mean, I, I, I mean, of course, I, I do honor uh, the original recording, but I just, you know, do it a little bit more in my style. Um, thus far, our live gigs have been very well received. Um, we just had a, a gig at the Whiskey Go Go a couple of weeks ago, and uh, everybody's just been really, really cool to us. And we've had a lot of online uh, support as well. Um, We've uh, put some video up from the, the Whiskey Go-Go and everybody's uh, really gotten a lot of views on that. Um, so I think I think people dig it. And, you know, you were just talking about, you know, just, you know, the sound. It's not overly complicated. You know, I'm, I'm always kind of one of those guys, you know, I think there's kind of music for musicians and then there's music, you know, for the rest of us. And I, I, I tend to like, music i mean I, I can definitely appreciate a very technical type of music but i you know to really jam out and head bob i i like listening to music that's very attainable and i feel uh sea of snakes is, is that that kind of music music for the masses man that's right yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's totally like just like i said just to want to hear it and hang out and just have fun so it's mm-hmm. pretty cool now andrew how did you connect with sea of snakes i know that is kind of a parallel story um as it relates to Jason, but how did you connect with them? Yeah, so actually, b- before 2021, like 
I was doing more of like the mixtape compilations, which were getting released on the label, where basically I would select one band for a track each and have like, you know, about nine or 10 bands or something like on the mixtape. So actually, I was supposed to put Motorcycle, which is Jim McCloskey's previous band, on the third mixtape, but it somehow didn't end up working out, Um, you know, but we kept in touch and like, I think he hit me up as soon as like he changed the motorcycle Instagram to Sea of Snakes, you know, like so. I'm like, uh, it it still had the name as motorcycle, but the user the at uh, handle had changed to Sea of Snakes band. I'm like, all right, interesting, you know. So then he sent me the demos and stuff like that, and uh, told me that Jeff was gonna be in the band. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, big fan of the Shrine. So I was like, hell yeah, you know, let's uh, let's talk. So I think we had like a Zoom call with, I had a Zoom call with the two of them early 2020, beginning of 2021. And yeah, like uh, three months later, basically we put out the EP. Like it came out in April of uh, 2021. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty much um, the gist of it. I mean, it kind of happened all very fast because like the music was instant classic to me. Like, you know, when I heard it, I'm like, all right, like we, I, I dig it. A lot of people dig it. Um, and I don't know if you noticed or uh, looked into it at all, but uh, the lead single, Let the Fire Burn, made it onto um, a bunch of like Apple Music editorial playlists and stuff like that. So that was pretty wow, big, nice. like before the release, you know, like uh, because we did like an animation video for that song, which was basically released as a pre pre EP release single, like uh, a couple of months before the release. And yeah, I kind of made it pretty big, like, you know, the, on like the Apple music um, editorials and all that stuff. So I think, yeah, that's, and that to me is a perfect example of like what the power of this music is. And it's kind of very, uh, it has potential to like really get out there and make it pretty big, which it, it kind of did, you know, like j- even just with that. So hopefully now this year, with like more gigs happening and more new music coming like sea of snakes can just keep going further you know so you mentioned that you've got even obviously practicing the ep for the live shows uh but you mentioned also working on some new music that's correct how many songs you've been working on how many are, are kind of together or you guys can play through them versus how many are just kind of yeah so we have we have uh three already recorded um uh, we had started working on those recording those back in i think november and uh we're still up in the air whether or not we're gonna maybe release one or two just as a a teaser and then uh but we really want to finish uh, recording a full uh, album and so we've got probably a total of probably eight or nine new songs whole album pretty much yeah yeah yeah. i just got you know you got to figure we're just influx on a lot of things and just trying to get comfortable um and furthermore i i'm kind of old school so i kind of like you know taking new songs and play them out a couple times and getting them perfected before you actually record them so yeah how often are you going up there to do these practices i mean that venture cooking mug from san diego is no joke man yeah 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 it's it's uh it's it's daunting i i go up there it's usually at least uh once every other week sometimes we do some sunday practices as well but like i said i practice here throughout the week and we we trade tracks back and forth as well so so a lot of my work's at home so it's not 
not that just getting together is is the be all end all with the again the work is is put in at home what's your setup like at home i mean to be able to belt it out uh, you have to have something right yeah, i've got i've got a ton of stuff <laughs> i could i could show it to you but i got a yeah i've got quite a quite a bit of gear here describe what your sound protection is <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's basically uh it's like a little home studio but it um i've got a universal audio sound card a huge computer um i and i'm i do a lot of uh recording and and mixing uh, already for other stuff so uh it's just again trade tracks back and forth and you know sometimes we'll just record something with a phone or, or something at practice and i'll lay down some stuff here at home so um we get we get some rough ideas uh, usually at practice just to get some initial feedback but um it's just a process so i like getting you know sometimes you throw something down on a recording you listen back to it and then you perfect it so uh, that's that's really the way I work. So a lot of times I'll throw some vocals down on stuff here at home and then we'll listen back, take it back to practice and we'll work on it from there. So for the new tracks, you're the one that's writing the, the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jim, Jim still does a little bit of it, but uh, uh, a great deal of it's of it's me. Yeah. And do you usually have have something in mind or do you work on stuff and then you hear some bit and you got, I got something that might work for that. How does that process? Yeah. I'm not a, uh, yeah, I, that's a good question. Uh, I know some uh, guys are like poets. I'm not a, I wouldn't claim myself to be a poet. I think uh, a lot of times, um, I mean, I have maybe recycled lyrics, you know, like something that I've written before maybe once or twice, but for the most part, um, I like writing it to the song. I think sometimes the songs just kind of sing to you. So a lot of times in the practice where, where Jim will uh, turn me on to something new, um, kind of scat over it, kind of put some melodies down and then kind of uh, write, you know, lyrics to the, the melodies. And sometimes it just inspires a, a feeling or, or something like that and kind of write lyrics around that. Ian, how do you have, you're a, uh, got a lot of experience in writing guitar parts and lyrics how does that process work for you? Cause I know when you and I do it, sometimes you say exactly, Oh, I've got something for it. But then other times you put it together later. I'm just curious how that, how that compares for different people. It's different every time. Sometimes it just comes to you. Sometimes you have a riff and you slap lyrics to it. It's just, it's always different. Sometimes you just collaborate with someone else and something good comes out of band practice like you and I, you know? Yeah. It's just a different process, I guess, for everyone. So what do you guys have coming up? Um, in, in support of Sea of Snakes. I know you're doing the Metal Assault uh, Music Festival. Do you have any other gigs going on? Any any new videos or anything like that coming out, Jason? I think I think for us again, it's just uh, working on uh, new songs. I think we're going to do the the festival here, and then uh, I don't know if we're going to try to schedule anything until we've got a few more uh, songs tracked, and then uh, work on it from there. Yeah, I think because gotcha. right now the set is basically like stretching it to 30 minutes like with all the material like including a couple of new tracks because like the yeah. ep is only what 18 minutes or something like that if i remember correctly yeah they're like tw almost 22 minutes 20 like okay 20, yeah. okay but. yeah we play um i'm trying to think i think for the set list we play like three or four uh songs from the ep and then we play three uh, at least three songs that we are not on the ep so newer songs yeah yeah the songs are like shortish like generally mm, you know yeah again uh, that goes with the whole like uh accessibility thing you know it's that's like, the best yeah. way 
it takes dedication to listen to a nine minute song or a, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes even seven minutes is too long, you know? So I get it. Well, right on guys. Um, is there, can you tell Jason, tell everyone where to find see a snakes online? Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got, uh, all the social media there. Um, of course, we got a Facebook page, Bandcamp. Um, the EP is on Spotify. So as soon as we uh, get ready to release, like I said, we may release a, a teaser, probably put something out on Bandcamp and, and Spotify, um, Instagram page, obviously. Uh, so all those, just look for CF Snakes and uh, for all the latest. And uh, like I said, I think we've got some uh, video uh, performance video from our uh, latest whiskey go-go show which is pretty good the cs snakes logo is pretty killer are you guys gonna have uh shirts and things like that at the music fest can people buy those online also at Bandcamp or metal assault uh yeah. um yes uh, the shirt they so yeah we have the logo shirts with that cover that's right behind jason on his uh, zoom background here and we have um, keychains and we have like um buttons and of course yeah the ep on cd as well all that is available online on the Bandcamp store as well as the metal assault records web store and yes i i i will have that all on the metal assault records merch booth so i'll have a full record label booth at the fest so i'll be i'll be manning all that merch so yes you can come to me for all the co snakes merch you're gonna be a busy man here. Uh, you're always a busy man, Andrew. I see you yeah. always online promoting stuff, and you always got something going. Before we started here, we, you had mentioned that you had a the, was it a battle of the bands last night, and you're always doing something. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm barely alive to do this interview. Right now. <laughs> so you know, there's there's never enough time in a day, man. Like I wish uh, 24 hours didn't go by so fast, you know, and I didn't have to sleep. But anyway, <laughs> well, I appreciate everything you do for rock and heavy music. I love music. I mean, Ian and I talk about heavy music all the time, listen to it all the time and love going to shows and supporting bands that we enjoy listening to and everything. So um, thanks for joining us today. And um Looking forward to seeing you guys at the, the fest. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, thanks for having me again. And uh, yeah, thanks, Jason, for taking the time out. I know it was a little short notice, so thanks for making it. Oh, thanks for the opportunity, both uh, Dan and Andrew. And thanks, Andrew, for all your support. You're, it's just, uh, you, I, I can't thank you enough. You're, you're really rock supporter. So appreciate uh, people like uh, you. Stop it, guys. Great to meet you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you you look, too, Dan, you look a little familiar, too. I, I, I can't place where I've seen you before, but you look familiar. I'm sure I've seen possible, you. Possible. Possible. You're in yeah. San Diego. I hear there's a... He loves he he weight, so... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you got to see that. It, it'll make sense if you saw the picture. <laughs> yeah, thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Are we good, Dan? Yep, I think we're good. I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Thank you.